Hello, this is Mars and you're listening to Queer Media Pills, the podcast bringing queer media to your ears one small pill at a time. I am currently studying for a master's in film and I've spent most of my life reading up on queer history and matters of queer representation since since I came out as bi when I was 12 years old, which, by the way, not a great idea, middle schoolers and empathy have never ever met. But beside my trauma, today, since it's Christmas and I'm home alone, (laughs) thank you Boris, I've decided to call one of my course mates and have a chat about a jolly Christmas film we've both seen. So, without further ado... Hello, this is Mars. And I'm Jenny, and we're going to talk about Happiest Season from 2020, directed by Clea Duval. The film is a Hulu original, but you can also rent it on Amazon Prime. The director, Clea Duval, is an actress-turned-director, and she's also directed a film with LGBT content before, called The Intervention from 2016. This film is a lesbian Christmas rom-com with a fairly simple premise. Harper, played by Mackenzie Davis, invited her girlfriend Abby, played by Kristen Stewart, to spend Christmas with her family. She has, however, forgot, quote-unquote, to mention that she is not really out to her conservative family. Drama ensues, and some of it is a bit predictable, some is much less predictable. The film flows quite nicely, I think. Um, Jenny, what do you think about it? Well, it's a very typical rom-com for a Christmas movie. It plays on a lot of famous tropes. One of the tropes that is often used in Christmas rom-coms is the one where the couple starts out uh, thinking they have it all, and then they go home for Christmas to one of the one of the families and all the problems spread. You know, they figure out these fundamental differences they have. But in the end, they come together uh, stronger than before. Like, for instance, you have this in Four Christmases with Reese Witherspoon and Win Swan. They are this perfect young couple who feel like they are in the prime of their time. They just want to be together and don't have anyone else in their life. And then one Christmas, they have to go and visit all their family and um, they figure out that they have differences but they solve it in the end and Happiest Season really reminded me of this in the terms that it is a couple that goes through something yet comes out stronger in the end. See I think that's that's very interesting because I've interacted a lot with the LGBT community right after this film has come out it came out on this 26th of November, which some may say it's a bit early for Christmas films, but those some who may say that are cowards. I'm very enthusiastic about Christmas. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, no, but a lot of the criticism that's been thrown around in regards to this film has been about how it focuses on the issue of not being accepted and coming out, and a lot of the LGBTQ community is very tired of uh, narratives always focusing on our struggles, essentially, on not being accepted because we're LGBT. The way I see it, this kind of Hallmark-type movies are best consumed a bit with the brain off, if you get what I mean. Yeah, Uh, I totally understand. Yeah, like it's uh, it's escapism. Christmas rom-coms are escapism. Uh, so to be thrown into the trauma of having to come out and being in the closet is a bit jarring at first, but I do think the film deals with it very nicely. Dan Levy's character, at some point, uh, you know, while Kristen Stewart's freaking out, gives uh, her a very good speech about how this narrative about coming out and being accepted is your narrative, but so many other people have had different experiences. Like, he said, uh, my parents kicked me out. So it's... Yeah, uh, it feels very fresh in a way that finally one of these Christmas rom-coms 
have some sort of realism to the problems that the characters are going through. In Four Christmases that I mentioned, it's the issue whether they should have children or not, which is, which is a real, real problem, of course. But with this one, the way that they went through this problem, for instance, there is a scene where Harper, played by Mackenzie, has been out all night with her ex-boyfriend. And uh, when in the morning, when Abby confronts her about it, she's trying to avoid it. She's uh, getting very defensive. And this is a very, very realistic situation, the way that this scene is portrayed, which I thought was really fresh compared to other rom-coms for Christmas. Yeah, no, I definitely see what you mean. And I think the acting plays a lot into that. Like, I think that we have some brilliant examples of acting in this film. Definitely from the main cast. I've had a crush on Kristen Stewart since Twilight. So, you know, obviously. <laughs> so whatever Kristen Stewart does to me, she's great. But I do also think she does play a very good performance there. You know, a lot of criticism around Kristen Stewart, uh, especially early in the day against Twilight, was that she's a bad actress, that she can't act, that she doesn't have range. And I'm like, have you seen her? She does have the range. She just doesn't like to have to pretend to be heterosexual, which is very fair. That's you know? very fair. And she has probably, as all actors, some types of films that she's way better in. And I agree with you so much. She really embodies the character. It's like you can see her from a distance and kind of feel her queerness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's like, you know, having a lesbian, direct uh, queer woman, because I, I'm not sure, I think Kristen Stewart's bisexual. I'm not sure. To have a queer woman, direct a queer woman, that means that queerness isn't coded in a homophobic way, but it's still very evident, which is very interesting. Yes, and even if uh, Kristen Stewart was completely straight, there is a difference to having straight white man, for instance, direct yeah. uh, queer characters. You really <laughs> see the difference, because in a lot of films that are queer, supposedly, you kind of feel that this is a straight person acting gay. Yeah, you know? absolutely. But this is not the feel you get from this film at all. Yeah, yeah. It seems very genuine. I don't even necessarily feel there's anything wrong with a straight person playing a queer role sometimes, but it's all about how it's done. And if, it's, if, it is, if this person is being in the right perspective and has done the right research, which most of the time, especially in a film directed by straight people, you just don't see it because it's going to be such a strongly heterosexual perspective and you can really see the effort in involving so many lgbtq plus people in the making of this film like even in the side characters of course we have dan levy in one of the side roles and he's he's brilliant his acting is brilliant it's hilarious you know and we also have other brilliant comedy actors like Aubrey plaza in a I think it's just a great cast for what it's doing. Yeah, it really is. And Aubrey Plaza actually plays quite a different character than she usually does, meaning that uh, she doesn't have a lot of that sarcastic humor that she usually uses, uh, which is interesting, but she does it really well. Some of the things around the parents was a bit vague, to be honest. As in the mom had a really... She had a change of characters a few times. Uh, she yeah. seemed very lovely to begin with, and then she got her mean spirit out, and then that was kind of gone. But in a way, you can also say that that was realistic. She wasn't the typical Christmas rom-com mom. Yeah. That whole one kind of role the entire film yeah yeah no i definitely see what you mean i didn't like how in the end it all ended up being a bit too much about the dad like i i think human change is possible but not at the flip of a switch like that i think this has something to do with filmmakers wanting to make more happy lgbtq stories like 
like people have kind of demanded from them. Do you feel like this might be some sort of way she was trying to make it all about the happy part? I do think that, but what I'm saying is just like, I do think queer happy endings are so important. We Mm. get way too many sad endings, you know, barrier gaze is such a big throw. I'm happy they did a happy ending. I'm just thinking it could have been done in a different way, in a way that didn't also romanticize parental love. If your parents reject you, that doesn't mean it's necessarily, doesn't have to be a bad ending. They could have shown, for example, I don't know, Mackenzie finding love and appreciation and support in her found family, which is a big thing. It's a big theme within queer communities. You know, you don't, you can choose your own family as a queer person because your family, your biological family may not accept you. Harper did say, you are my family. I like choose you as my family. So the line like this towards the end. Uh, which I thought was a little bit out of place. But when you're saying that, I feel like maybe that was what they were trying to hint at. There's so many things here that you feel like, I I mean, at least for me, I can forgive because of the genre. Yeah, no, I do think the genre here plays a a very important role. And a lot of the criticism that I've seen online doesn't really take it into account. It is a rom-com and rom-coms have a set of tropes that you sort of need to respect to make a rom-com. And if they didn't it would be a different film it would just be a different film and that's okay because i do think overall it's good but it's not a masterpiece like it's your average rom-com except it's a lesbian rom-com which is something that in its own is absolutely revolutionary just existing having normal mainstream queer representation that features us front and center like tells us our day-to-day stories from a queer perspective which is also something i really want to emphasize is gonna do so much more socially than i don't know blue is the warmest color which is like this artsy film from a straight perspective and i also think though for what it is it's a very good christmas rom-com because it has the humor it has the love it has the emotions you know that you need for Christmas. And it does have a lot of Christmas spirit. It does. It does. It's so good. Oh, would you recommend it then? I would definitely recommend it. I think it's, it should be on everyone's watch list. Absolutely. I definitely recommend it as well. I think I think it's a very fun piece of media to get a bit in the Christmas spirit. Something familiar, but also at the same time completely new. I think it's a good way to do it too. To make something quote-unquote normal through well-used and well-known genre. So do you have any last comments go watch it so go watch it and thank you so much for listening to our ranting about this wonderful christmas rom-com yeah bye (laughs) bye bye